Hello, listeners. This is ISC Ensemble member and Artistic Associate for Social Justice, Karen E. Rose Mekertichan. Thank you all for joining me for ISC's May Community Action Update. These monthly episodes feature social justice initiatives and ways you can serve your local Los Angeles community and beyond. Since our last action update, Derek Chauvin, the police officer who murdered George Floyd, was found guilty on all three counts. This individual instance of bare minimum accountability was framed by multiple instances of black and brown youth losing their lives at the hands of police. During the Chauvin trial, Dante Wright was killed just miles away by essentially the same police department responsible for George Floyd's murder. He was initially pulled over for an air freshener violation and expired registration. The officer who shot him, Kim Potter, said she mistook her firearm for her taser. Dante was 20 years old and leaves behind his girlfriend and one-year-old son. 20 minutes after the Chauvin verdict was read, 16-year-old Micaiah Bryant was killed in Columbus, Ohio, after she had called the police for assistance in an altercation with other youth. Adam Toledo, a 13-year-old child, was shot to death by Chicago police on March 29th, and his case has only garnered attention now that body cam footage was released showing Adam being shot while unarmed with his hands in the air. It should not take video footage to be concerned that a child has been executed by the police. None of these instances are isolated. This is a systemic issue. One verdict cannot undo generations of an unchecked policing system that continues to harm black and brown bodies. For nationwide community-based alternatives to police, please go to don'tcallthepolice.com. Enough is enough. In our last action update, I shared information about the severe spike in hate crimes targeting the Asian American and Pacific Islander community. If you would like to take specific concrete actions that can support our fellow AAPI community members, please consider taking a free bystander intervention training. Anti-harassment advocacy group Hollaback has partnered with Asian Americans Advancing Justice to provide free one-hour interactive trainings in bystander intervention to stop anti-Asian harassment and xenophobia. This workshop covers everything from microaggressions to violence. The next bystander intervention training workshops will be held on May 20th at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and May 24th at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. They also offer a conflict de-escalation training and a workshop specifically for members of the Asian American and Pacific Islander community to explore their response to these attacks and ways to take care of themselves. For more information, please go to iHollaBack.org slash bystander intervention.
A co-presenter of this month's Hollaback Workshops is the LA-based collective The Auntie Sewing Squad, founded by performance artist, comedian, and friend to ISC, Christina Wong. Two of the aunties are Invertigo Dance Theater's Laura Carlin and ISC's very own Marisa Texan Johnston. The aunties have distributed over 300,000 handmade masks to vulnerable communities and have made strategic outreach to those whom are disproportionately affected by COVID-19 and also tend to receive far less federal support. The Auntie Sewing Squad has reached out to First Nations communities, farm workers, migrants seeking asylum, the incarcerated, and poor communities of color. What many of these communities have in common is that they have historically borne the brunt of structural racism and violence. To support the aunties, go to auntiesewingsquad.com. In last month's update, I personally called on you to join your fellow Armenian Angelinos in calling on President Biden to make good on his promise to formally recognize the Armenian genocide. On Saturday, April 24th, 106 years after the start of the Armenian Genocide, Joe Biden made good on his promise. This was a huge moment for our community, but it is just the start. Armenian POWs are still being tortured in Azerbaijan as reported by Human Rights Watch. Armenian indigenous land and sacred monuments are being destroyed. Please do not turn away or assume the work is over because this crisis seems distant. For more information on future actions for Armenia and local solidarity projects with the AAPI and Indigenous community, follow my organization at Yerezad Coalition. To support humanitarian aid on the ground in Armenia and Artsakh, follow at Kuiriks and at miasin.org. All these resources will also be available on our website at iscla.org justice. I know the pronunciation of those orgs made it a little tough. As an Angelino who has benefited from arts education and seen the impact arts ed has had on my own students, I want to share the latest action from Arts for LA. This month, Arts for LA is calling on everyone to contact your local school board and request that they keep arts education in mind as they are currently determining your school district's goals, priorities, and budget. To take action, go to artsforla.org slash arts underscore ed underscore action and send a pre-filled email to your school board. This month is our last chance to save the San Marcos foothills. If you've missed our last few action updates, here is a quick summary. In our nearby county of Santa Barbara, Chumash land defenders and allies have been fundraising to protect their sacred ancestral homelands in the San Marcos foothills. This land is in danger of development into multi-million dollar homes. This would also devastate local wildlife including owls, white-tailed kites, hawks, and coyotes. 
Save the San Marcos Foothills has met their initial fundraising deadlines, but they must raise the full $18 million by June 2nd. It is our responsibility to take action and donate what we can as a community and occupiers of Indigenous land. Indigenous people should not have to buy their ancestral lands back from others, but unfortunately this is our best option at this time. Land back campaigns are a powerful way to support and stand in solidarity with the Indigenous community. For more information, follow at Save the San Marcos Foothills on Instagram and donate at SaveTheSanMarcosFoothills.org. In some fantastic news, California has the lowest COVID-19 rate in the United States. Experts say this sharp shift is due to continued vaccine rollout, state mask requirements, and immunity from past surges. As a result, LA County has moved into the yellow tier, with the rest of the state expected to follow suit. This means gyms, dance studios, movie theaters, amusement parks, sports venues, museums, zoos, and aquariums can all expand their capacity. Remember that all Californians are now eligible for the vaccine, so if you have yet to schedule an appointment, please do so as soon as possible. As always, if you happen to be a licensed clinical professional, consider volunteering to vaccinate others. To register yourself or your loved ones for a vaccine and to learn about volunteer opportunities, go to publichealth.lacounty.gov. Thank you so much for listening to this month's Community Action Update. To see ISC's social justice initiatives, head to iscla.org justice, where you can also find links and information about the organizations and initiatives I mentioned today. Be sure to also follow us on social media at IndieShakes. Are there initiatives in our community you want featured on our Community Action Update in June? Email me, Karen at iscla.org, and that's Karen C-A-R-E-N-E, at iscla.org, and I will add it to my list. I can't wait to gather with you all in the park again, hopefully soon, but until then, please stay safe, my fellow Angelinos.